This is Dave again from CheapWineFinder.com with another podcast to go along with a review we wrote on the CheapWineFinder.com website. And today we've got a bargain, a Trader Joe's bargain. Um, When I started looking at this wine, I mean, it's called the Purebred Lodi Old Vine Zinfandel 2017. And I started looking online about it, and I saw that the 2016 vintage of it is selling for $16.99. Trader Joe's is selling the 2017 for $6.99. And I started looking around, and the the website, the, I mean the the winery, and the listen in the back of the uh, label that. Um, is the producer of the you go to their website and you push the button and it's their name on the website but uh generic uh online uh pills uh, drugs come up uh whatever happened to the, to the winery or the producers whoever they were they're not there anymore and it could be they got their he- uh, website hijacked or they didn't pay their domain name or maybe they went out of business but trader joe's is selling their wine for 60 percent off and that's not a bad thing because it's an old vine Lodi Zin, so you kind of know what you're going to get. And this isn't an outlier wine. They're not doing something crazy with this. This is a old, you know, this is a Lodi Zinfandel. It's kind of, uh, it's not the old days when they were like mad dog wines. These are kind of uh, balanced and juicy and ripe and delicious. And, and this one's no different. And it's a $17 Zinfandel that sells for $7. Uh, it's one of those no-brainer things. If you're looking for a red wine to drink and, you know, you don't get Old Vine Lodi Zinfandel for $6.99 very often. And it's, you know, it's a very good effort. It's not my favorite. I have some producers out of Lodi that I really love what they do. And this, but this is good. I mean, this is a good effort. It tastes great. I'm not, com- I'm not complaining at all. And so this is a no-brainer wine. If you got six ninety-nine and you want a wine that should, you know, it's probably sourced from really good vineyards, and they probably got a, a good d- d- winemaker. You don't know because there is no information unless you unless you know something about uh, online generic drugs. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is something else. We're going to talk about why old vines. Why do you see old vines on labels, and why is it a big deal? And I'm going to kind of explain vineyards a little bit here. And you know, there is no legal um, definition of old vines. Kind of the rule of thumb is at least 40 years old. But here we're going to go into that little bit about old vines. And like, say in as a, like in Napa, in a vineyard that does Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon, and it sells a lot of wine out of that vineyard. It's uh, got, it's well-respected. They want their vines to be at their peak performance. They want mature vines making the best grapes. And, it, it, and at, there's a certain age when a when a vine starts not to produce as much as it can. So what those vineyards do is when they start to notice the the wine uh, the vineyards the vines start to um, go into decline they'll pull them out and they'll plant new vines so there's always going to be a majority or a vast majority of that vineyard is in its prime 
And it takes a couple of years for these young vines to grow to a point where you can start making wines with them. But it's cost effective for them to constantly keep the vineyard as much as possible, making prime uh, uh, prime grapes with prime vines. Now, the Zinfandel, uh, it's been around forever. Uh, the oldest uh, Zinfandel I know of is the 1869 uh, vineyard, which is uh, Chicago burned down in 1871. Billy the Kid was still running around New Mexico, and Custer hadn't run into uh, Sitting Bull for another six years. That vineyard is still producing uh, wines, and it's still there, still going strong, or at least it's going anyway, if it's not going strong. Zinfandel, for a long time, wasn't as um, in demand as those Napa cabs and Merlots and whatever. Um, the, the, whoever owned the vineyard and was making wine made it, even though the the, the yields would, would taper off and, you know, they weren't as vibrant as they once were, they were still making enough grapes for their, their wines and whoever, whoever they were contracting their grapes to and buying their wines. There wasn't any economic sense to be pulling everything out. Um, until it got kind of maybe today now that it's um, now that Zinfandel is actually a thing, but old vines is a thing too. So the, there's that kills the incentive to pull out and have younger grapes. So for a long time it just wasn't in demand. It was a grape that you know it was selling. It was doing well and it was selling, uh, but there was no reason to pull the grapes out or the vines out and 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 regenerate the the whole vineyard. So that goes to, so what's so good about old vines anyway? And there's an adage in winemaking that it, uh, grapes need to struggle to make complex and, uh, and interesting wines. They need to struggle. Vineyards are almost always placed on ground that has very poor nutrients, um, the, the vines don't get a, just get enough water just to survive. I remember seeing a, a video of a, a vineyard owner in a winery in um, Rioja where the guy was standing at the edge of his vineyard. And he said, now beyond this point, even weeds don't grow. He was so proud to have really crappy land for his vineyard. It was kind of funny, but it's true because these are good. That was Those were good grapes right there. They were struggling for something about the struggle. And it takes longer. The longer the grapes uh, go through their the process of developing the ripeness, the more complex and the more depth and the better the grapes they are. So um, a lot of these vineyards for um, Zinfandel were not necessarily placed in the best, you know, the, the best locations for wine. They're, they're not bad, but especially after the white Zinfandel craze that was big in the 60s and early 70s, you know, they were just planting planting grapes in good enough areas and what were once kind of modest vineyards are now kind of because of their old vine because the because of the vine struggled to get the nutrients out of the soil up the shaft of the uh, of the vineyard to the to the branches and then to the grapes themselves they naturally struggle they don't need the poor land and the bad conditions to actually, you know, to, to make a great grape. So they, by themselves, you know, by just their age, become really great vineyards. They have desirable grapes. So all these vineyards that were kind of eh, afterthoughts, over time, have become like national treasures. 
And then, the, then the, for a long time, the, the winemakers were making these, you know, especially back when Australia was making these over-the-top wines, they were trying to match it. Zinfandel was America's uh, Shiraz at some point. And now they're kind of pulling back and starting to let the grapes speak for themselves. And you're getting like these different kind of wines, these uh, it, it, juicy, deep, complex wines, a lot of different things going on. And that is why you want old vine Zinfandel. And in Lodi, that's in the central coast. It's farther away. It's in the delta of um, one of the um, the bays coming off of San Francisco that still gets some of that Pacific Coast uh, climate things going on. You can still grow grapes there, but it's pretty far inland. And it was kind of an afterthought for a lot of the winemaking. And nowadays, it's not so much an afterthought. It's actually a great place. Um, and they're doing well, and they've got tons of what were once, you know, not so well-respected vineyards are now really, really great vineyards, making really, really great uh, wines. Uh, the only problem is when you see old vine on the label, it doesn't mean it so much. You can get a wine made with 100, 100-year-old uh, vines, and you can get, you know, wines with 40-year-old ones. Not that, you know, it's not going to make It'll make a difference, but you don't know what you're getting, really, unless they come out and tell you, and with this purebred Old, old vines in they don't go out and tell you anything because it's i think the company's gone and looks like trader joe's bought up what was left and we're just drinking it for 6.99 and that's that so old vines zinfandel and lodi kind of go together there are reasons why they are good there are reasons why they are desirable and there's also reasons why you would pull the wines out with like the cabernets of napa and sonoma and whatever that you would keep the um the vineyard's vibrant too, but since they didn't do it, you take advantage of what you have. And that's a good thing. And that's it for me, I think. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I don't think I'll post before Thanksgiving again. And after that, we're going to start doing um, party wines. we got Christmas and New Year's coming up, and we got to make the most of that. So keep it cheap and have a great holiday. And I'll be talking to you after the holiday. Bye-bye.